this is Hannah's House of Horrors. We're getting cryptid in this motherfucker and we're doing Mothman. I honestly thought there was more information about Mothman and I was incredibly wrong. Um, I, oh fuck, I wonder, I should have watched BuzzFeed Unsolved because I fucking love Ryan and Shane. Ryan and Shane, um, I know you're not listening, but I've, y'all helped me through my depressive episode, um, last semester in college and fall of 2019, so, like, thank you, you two, um, taking Goatman's Bridge was really just an act of God, and y'all did the damn thing. (laughs) I should have seen if they had an episode, but it's okay, because we're here now, and I'm already researching for next week's episode, because... My, I have family coming in, and I know we shouldn't be traveling during COVID, but I really miss my family. I'm really close to my family, and so they're coming to visit me, and we're doing all the safety precautions, okay? I don't even leave my apartment, like, ever, and if I do, I have a mask, and I sanitize, and I wash my hands, so please don't come at me because I'm greatly scared of getting COVID, so. George, can we not play in the boxes, sweetheart? Oh, no, okay. Um... Sorry for the uh, ambient noises of George in the background. <laughs> I learned if we put him in the bedroom, his it becomes worse. And I don't really want to lock him up and make it worse. Hey, bud, come hang out with me. Come here. Come here. Come here, you little kitty. All right, we'll suffer through it. If I have to, we'll pause and we'll go from there. But in this episode, we are covering mothman and like i said i was greatly incorrect about how much information there is out there about mothman so let's hop into it this all starts in 1966 in the town i think it's point pleasant i also think that might be the county i wrangled him so we're good to go so in 1966 um either county or town point pleasant was forever changed by the sighting the first sighting of Mothman. It was on November 12th, 1966, near, oh, I was gonna look this up, Clendon, West Virginia? Please don't yell at me if that's wrong, West Virginia. I'm really sorry. Um, There were, and some reports say it was one man and others say it was five, but I would like to think it's five because I feel like if a singular person saw this, they'd be like, I'm fucking insane and I'm not gonna report it, but if it's a group saw it, it makes more sense to report, so we're going with this. Five men were in a cemetery, you know, digging up a grave for a burial. And while they were working, they saw something, like, near the trees. And were like, what the fuck is that? Kind of keeping an eye on it. And then something just, like, flew out of the trees. And they all describe it as a giant brown, brown-winged creature. And they said it was far too big to be a bird. And it kind of looked like a man, almost. But they all chalked it up to be nothing, which, like, me too. Then a few days later, on November 15th, 1966, there are two couples from the Point Pleasant region who told police that they had seen a large gray winged creature with glowing red eyes around 11.30. The witnesses are Roger Roger and Linda. I don't even know what I said, but I will never say it again. Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Malette. They asserted to the police that they had not been drinking that night 
in that the creature could keep up with their car, and at one point they reached 100 miles per hour, and the headlights illuminate the creature while they were driving, and it tried to stay out of the light. Besides the glowing red eyes, they said it was as large as a man, and they suspected that it had a 10-foot-long, like, wingspan. Um, and while chasing them, it stayed out of their headlights. And at one point, they, I think it chased them down to an exit, and they saw it kind of land and clumsily stumble into some grassy fields. Both of the men say that they are pretty shaken up and actually really freaked out and lost sleep over the incident. They even went back to go look for the creature. It's reported that Linda Scarberry had a nervous breakdown after seeing the creature. And from further research, that's part of the Mothman's powers, reportedly. It says, like, you look at him and then you get a you get a mental breakdown or a nervous breakdown out of it, which sounds awful. What the fuck, man? That's just so rude. Like, you look at someone and you're like, you have a breakdown. And you have a breakdown. And like, that's just disrespectful. Um... But once they saw the creature, they reported it to the police, and the police went back to investigate and found nothing. The area they were driving um, around was near a very popular area known as the TNT area. And the TNT area is a site that is, uh, it's a site, fuck, I can't say it. It's a former munitions plant from World War II. I don't know why that was so hard to say, but... Apparently, it's pretty haunted. It's pretty creepy. Reportedly, there's like a toxic leak from it. There's still domes from where gunpowder was held. So it, and now it's a, I think a wildlife reservation or something like that. But this November 15th incident ended up in the next day's paper with um, essentially saying there was a mysterious creature spotted, but it was, and they kept the description of, quote, it was like a man with wings. And I found some of these reports because um i think i found it through web web archive and they're pretty cool to look at thanks web archive you are very helpful with my notes in the days after this at least eight more sightings were reported two volunteer firefighters saw a large bird with glowing red eyes newell partridge told the county sheriff george johnson that he saw a creature in a field near his home and when he shone a flashlight at it it glowed like bicycle reflectors. He said that he could hear strange noises surrounding his home, that his TV was acting strange, and I don't know what he means by that, and his dog went missing. And he chalked it all up to be this mysterious creature stalking his house. The sheriff said that the sightings were probably a large heron, and he called it a shitpoke, which I f- love. Thank you. And Dr. Arbert... What the fuck? Robert Hellsmith... Uh, who is a wildlife biologist at West Virginia University, said that it fits the description of a sandhill crane. The crane has red surrounding, red spots surrounding the eyes, and that could be the glowing red eyes that people are seeing. And the crane can be anywhere from 3 feet to 5 feet tall with a wingspan of 6 feet and can weigh anywhere from 10 to 14 pounds. But I don't really think that's the Mothman. Like, people are saying they're seeing a gray or brown creature, and... The sandhill crane is kind of like a sandy brown, so it could work. I personally don't think that it's the creature. And red spots aren't going to glow in the dark, especially if someone's, especially with Partridge saying it, it looked like bicycle reflectors. I don't think it's a crane, but they're trying to sweep this under the rug. Now, within the next year, 
Over 100 sightings were reported, and many occurred near the TNT area because they believe that this creature could be hiding. There was uh, underground tunnels that actually got closed off. Some say he kind of used this area as a hideout. Um, there's a lot of grassy clearings. There's those domes I told you about that he could have been hiding in. He could have been hiding in the tunnels, even though most are reportedly closed off, but I'm sure there's some still standing that they don't know about. Um, yeah, and I was right. It did become a wildlife preserve, but apparently in 1983, and I don't remember typing this, it was one of the most polluted places in the country. And the men in black even got involved with this case, and I think they investigated the TNT area, and they harassed Mothman witnesses. And I'm sure that some of these reports are um, bullshit, and probably people wanting to be part of this, like, you know, wave of Mothman reports, because who wouldn't want to be? I mean, it's Mothman. He's pretty cool. And I guess... And I don't understand how this relates, but it's it's attached. This is seriously, like, all the websites talk about. This is going to be, like, a 15-minute episode, and I'm sorry, but I wanted to cover Mothman. But everything chalks up to the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15th, 1967. And some people are like, it's significant because it's 13 months after the, like, original reporting. And I was like, okay, but he was cited a few days earlier, and I don't know. I don't see the significance because I don't understand how people tie this to him, but it's chill. The Silver Bridge, and this is kind of important, it's an I-bar chain suspension bridge that was built in 1928. So it's quite old. And there's some engineer talk because like an I-bar chain suspension. So what that essentially means, an I-bar is a straight bar with a hole, aka the I, at the end of each bar so that other pieces can be added. They are used for tensioning. So, you know, when you look at a bridge and they have those long cords that sway up, attaching them to another piece of metal, it's to basically give tension and stabilize the bridge. Now, someone fucked up here because there was a defect that was 0.1 inches deep. And essentially with the cold and there was a lot of weight on the bridge, it snapped and broke. There was tons of cars because it was rush hour traffic and they all fell into the river uh, and unfortunately, 46 people lost their lives due to falling in the river and kind of drowning, getting crushed by all the weight of the cars uh, from the fall of the bridge. And now you're probably wondering, because I was confused, why why is this relevant to Mothman? The only reason it is is that people reported seeing him near the bridge. And this is where the rumor comes in that Mothman was an, is, is an omen of doom and that seeing him near something significant meant something bad would happen there are reported and after this reported sightings all around the world spiked and everyone thinks there is one mothman so it's one mothman you know doing all this hard work of reporting or letting people know that you know bad shit's gonna happen some people say they saw him in freiburg uh freiburg germany i'm really sorry germany i thought i could do it without google um He's reportedly seen in Germany by scaring miners out of a mine, and shortly after they kind of all ran out, it collapsed. Apparently, he was spotted at Chernobyl before the nuclear meltdown. I highly doubt that. And two pictures were taken on in New York on 9-11, and there's Mothman in the background. It looks so fucking fake. I'm so sorry. Like, I would love to believe Mothman is real, and I think he is. 
but he wasn't at 9-11. Like, those images look very photoshopped, I will say. Um, but he was reportedly seen again at another bridge collapse, so a lot of people think that Mothman is this, like, omen of death, and if you see him, there's a tragedy about to happen. There is a, there was a movie released in 2002 called The Mothman Prophecies, and that's loosely based on a book that was written in 1975 by John Keel, and the book and movie went by the same name. And there is now an annual Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant, and they just show their love for him. There's a, there's a 12 foot tall chrome statue with like six to 10 foot wings and glowing red eyes. And I've seen pictures and they made him ripped. Like they gave him abs. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in Point Pleasant? Uh, and there's a, he's in part of the town's museums. Like they totally adopted him. Um, it reminds me of one of the beaches in Washington with um, the like merman in the glass container, Jake something. That's that one. I don't fucking know. Just reminds me of that, you know, town's, showing off their weirdness essentially we fucking love it and they have they have their festival it's now just kind of part of the whole tourist attraction of the town and this is awful and brilliant all at the same time there was a petition started in july of 2020 to replace all confederate statues in the united states with statues of mothman in July, it had 2,200 signatures, and I love that, but you're forgetting Goatman, Loch Ness Monster, there's a Loch Ness Monster of the United States, the Thunderbird, like, let's just replace all Confederate statues with, um, cryptids, because that would be really fun, and teaches you some history and some culture, which we all could use. Um, that was a really short episode, this is even 15 minutes, um, I'm sorry about that, I thought there'd be more to Mothman, I read like seven different websites. Like all that information came from <laughs> that came from like ten different websites, and they all essentially said the same thing, except others had smaller details that some didn't. I'm sorry, this wasn't an exciting episode, and it was an itty bitty, really baby episode. That's totally on my bad. But next week there will be a lengthy ass episode. I don't know if I will do a part two for next week just because I have people visiting. Um, and I think next week's episode is going to be pretty long. I don't want to make it into two parts just because I have a schedule planned out. Uh, but if need be, we can make some wiggle room. Thanks for listening. You know the dealio. Uh, follow the Twitter and Instagram at podcast. If you have any recommendations for Patreon, what I could do to make the show better, uh, anything like that, I'm open to suggestion. I'm still a baby at all of this. I do have some ideas, but I don't know how I feel about any of them because I feel like I don't have the smartest ideas, but that's chill. Thanks for listening to this absolutely short baby episode, and I'll talk to you all next Saturday. Uh, Bye-bye.